This is your weekly early morning reminder to always be cognizant of how you park because the AJ McCall Show on VFX has an army of park narkers out there catching people who cannot do it correctly. Very true. And let, let's be honest, when it comes to being on park narks, we're not talking about someone who's like tires a little bit over the line. Mm-hmm. It's egregious. If you haven't seen this week's nominees, there's nominee number one. Ah, yes, the classic double parker. This red car has wandered itself into a parking lot and decided, no, not one spot, two spots. Not to mention that uh, this park narker, I think, got a double violation because the silver car in the foreground definitely did not pull all the way up to Mm -hmm. the line. And I feel like its butt end is sticking out in the area where everybody drives through. It, It probably is. So you have the car that's in the way, and then you have that, oh, man, hey, there's a spot. There's, oh, never mind. And then nominee number two, my truck is blue, so I get three spots. Yeah, bingo. This parking lot, this parking space, excuse me, looks out of the way and probably could have gotten away with two, and people are like, well, there's not really anybody there. But taking up three whole spaces, parking horizontally when the spots are going out vertically, like, what? What are you doing? Like, I, this dude looks like he parallel parked wrongly into all of these spots. Yeah. I, I, I can't even wrap my brain around what justification there would be. Because I was wondering maybe if it was next to a park. Maybe he was like, oh, I just need to get all of this stuff out. But even then, I feel like that's harder because the tailgate drops. It, this is a truck, you know. If he were to back into a parking spot, it would be easier. I just don't know. Just hogging all the spaces. Vote for the one that annoys you the most. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And, of course, an army of park narkers. You see bad parking spots. You take a picture. You send it to our social media, Utah's VFX, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram. Because if you're just voted the worst parker in Cash Valley of the Week, you win a prize. And we're getting near the end of the year, so that'll get you entered in for the end-of-year tournament, which, of course, comes with a lot better prizes. That's right. Utah's VFX. Submit and vote. For Park Narcs. Um, so we had the discussion about dessert pasta. Right. Completely got off track sort of one day. And basically McCall tried to convince me that a cannoli is a form of pasta. Whatever. She had this weird fun fact about taco, one of these Taco Bell items that is also a pasta. And then Producer Butters went way too far. Sometimes we just go downhill in a hurry. Producer Butters is gross. That's the conclusion of what we came to while having this discussion about dessert pasta. Yeah. Because he decided, no, I don't need dessert pasta. I just need dessert elements in a burrito. And we're like, okay, wow, you're a monster. Please stop talking to me. Yes. Texas being one of four states that apparently at some point decided, hey, what would pumpkin spice taste like on ramen? Because this is an atrocity and we're a terrible state. It's not excusable. But it led to a weird discussion about dessert pasta because I said it's just a combination of words that doesn't feel like it belongs together. Right. AJ McCall and VFX. And then we got sidetracked because then McCall was like, well, here's dessert pastas and cannoli's technically a noodle. And I was like, cannoli doesn't look like a noodle. And then we went back and forth. Then Producer Butters got involved. And McCall's like, here's a fun fact about a Taco Bell treat that you've probably eaten. That's right. The cinnamon twists, they're actually like deep fried noodles. They're not cooked, if I remember right. But I don't know. I've never made them before. I'm pretty sure that they're not cooked, though, because I've put, like, water in a deep fryer and it doesn't go well. You know, you, like, <laughs> flick you like flick the water into the deep. Don't do this, okay? <laughs> but everybody that's worked in fast food knows that you <laughs> get bored, you flick a little water into the deep fryer and see what happens. So, 
Okay, so that was all that. And then producer Butters is like, oh, double down. So you know what's really good is if you take the cinnamon twist and you get a bean burrito and you put the cinnamon twist in the bean burrito. And, and I was like, we... No, no, this is not like everybody's like, yeah, if you dip your fries in your frosty, it's fine. It's not the same thing. No. That's disgusting. Yes. What? Hands down. I don't know why that's even like a, oh, yeah. No, I get it. And he said, no, no, no. You don't put them in. You dip it. That's not better. You dip it. It's the same. No. And then he's like, don't knock it till you try it. I I will not. I cooked cooked uh, taco meat yesterday. And I had, I had, you know, chili powder and salt and pepper and garlic salt. You know what? I didn't even give a second glance on my spice rack with cinnamon. I didn't even think about it. I didn't go, hmm, maybe. No, no, I didn't because it's not my blogs. You did no, you did no little droppies of, of cinnamon? No, none of that. Oh. No, no vanilla extract. None mm. of that. I didn't get crazy at all. I wasn't like, hmm, let's add a little sweetness. How about some oranges? I didn't do none of that. Well, that's good because blogs there. I'd, be, I'd be really worried if that were the case. How did? Here's the question: In what kind of an abused childhood did he discover that this was something he needed to do? Like, what dare? What prank? What punishment? Was someone like, "Well, you gotta add cinnamon twist to your bean burrito"? Dude, I have no idea. Like, I cannot wrap my brain around what would cause it. Now, maybe this is weird, weird food combo oh, no. that we can go for for a second, but I don't think it's really that weird. You know how? Sometimes you can put like chips on your sandwiches. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean that's the that's as weird as I go. I don't think that's true, but yeah, that's not weird to me. That's fine. I have chips on sandwiches. What well, part is good. of that do you not think is true? That I, I put I, chips on sandwiches. I, that it's not the weirdest food combination to eat. I'm sure there's another one somewhere I'm in sure there, there that we could find. I'm sure there probably is. Yeah, I agree. But I just want to reiterate as well, Utah, stop putting ketchup on your burritos because that was the other part of my night last night, and that's just. Tortures my soul. Like a little bit of me dies and I could make a Horcrux nerd fans. Like that's what happens to me. Because mm-hmm. Ashley came home yesterday because she stopped at the store on the way home and she goes, I go, what did you get? Because I needed some more supplies for the tacos. Ketchup. And I'm like, nope, in the trash. <laughs> Throw it directly away. I like putting, I like Just, dipping my burritos in ketchup. We have a winner. The weirdest food combination that's, that McCall Taylor does. It took all of 30 seconds to find it. <laughs> it's really not that weird. It's disgusting. It's not weird. It's disgusting. To to our Latin listeners, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. My bad. Uh, so yesterday, the conversation started with quitting and going out in a blaze of glory because we all think about it. We've all run the hypotheticals, but we something holds like 95% of us back. That's not to say we can't appreciate those that do it. And of course, it was great to listen to some of those. <laughs> People were not happy. But to get there, take some kind of courage, possibly liquid courage. And we end up playing the game, little kid, a drunk adult. Mm. Have you quit in spectacular fashion? That story I 100% want to hear. Yes. Have you done it just passive-aggressively, just to stick it to the man? That's the Thermo Fisher poll of the day with AJ McCall at VFX. Of course, the poll of the day is at Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Now, maybe just maybe to get to that point with those PA quittings, the quitting in spectacular fashion, you need a little bit of courage. Whether it's a pep talk, whether it's liquid courage, and frankly... Who would, who's to say? Yeah. I mean, some of those kids seem kind of young, so they get to do little kid or drunk adult. But we've been collecting this story. It's always fun to play. So you tell us a story, and we can guess whether the energy was little kid or drunk adult because they operate on the same chaotic scale. Correct. That being said, let's go. Marissa, tell us a story. I took a bath in my new neighbor's house. 
without asking them. And um, I ended up having to write them an apology in crayon. I'm I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Drunk Adult on that one. Even with the crayon? Yeah. Just because it's bold enough that, yes. Come on, as a functioning... Sorry, as a somewhat functioning adult, I think you'd be cognizant enough to get a pen or a pencil. Somebody's I, got a pen or something somewhere. I don't know. A like drunk adult would be like, I wrote it in highlighter. Well, maybe. No, I'm gonna. I'm still going with. Uh, I'm going with drunk adult. All right. What is it? I was a drunk adult. We were having like a kind of open house block party in my neighborhood, and I drank so much that I thought my new neighbor's bathtub was my own. So I took my clothes off and um, took a bath, and um, I ended the night by writing them a long apology in crayon because um, it turns out it was the bathroom off their kid's bedroom, and the crayon was the only thing I could find to write with. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that why most college kids get whiteboards? Everybody right had a dry erase board at some point in that time of age, and uh-huh. it was so you could write the stupid notes to each other. Right. the same reason. Same 100% energy for me. Absolutely. I totally agree. (laughs) Uh, Christy. Christy is next. What's the story? I got hit by a UPS truck while wearing a chicken costume. Good gosh. What? Um, I hope for the sake. No, I don't. There's no way to do this because it could be either way. This is Halloween one way or the other. Correct. But it doesn't feel good one way or the other. Like if it's a drunk adult, then I guess you're like, all right. Maybe just maybe Christy's doing something she wasn't supposed to be. Right. I'm going to go with little kid on this one. I, As somebody who wore a chicken costume, a homemade chicken costume, when I was like five years old, thankfully didn't get hit by a UPS truck, Thank but goodness. that's what I'm going with on this that. This is McCall's story. Yeah. All right, Christy, what is it? <laughs> I was a little kid. It was Halloween. I was so excited about my candy. I wasn't looking, oh, and no. boom. UPS truck hits me, knocking my candy everywhere, but gratefully, I wasn't badly injured. Good. Yeah. Wow. Big yikes. Oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, UPS truck. Suddenly, Suddenly, UPS truck. That's exactly what I was. (laughs) Wow. That's bad. That's not good. These stories today are crazy. I got one for you. Okay. Once upon a time. I was in the bathroom and I got sick and threw up in the bathroom. I then used an entire roll of toilet paper to try and clean it no. up and apparently did not do a good job doing so. No, of course not. Little not with kid toilet paper. Or drunk adult. Definitely drunk adult. 100%. We went bowling and I was gone. I was lights out. Oh, no. And they were mad at me because like, you wasted a whole roll of toilet paper. And I was like, I was trying to help. Like, I didn't have control of the situation. I was trying to help. And they're like, you didn't even really do anything. You just pushed it around. I'm Gross. like, Ugh. that's I, terrible. Uh, Jade, what is your story? I ordered 200 worth of bumpets because I saw a girl who was wearing one in her hair and I had to have it. Ooh. I take offense to this since my coming of adult age tale was that I spent $500 on DVD Right. <laughs> in Blu-ray. Um, I gotta go with, I gotta go with little kid. I think the, the $200 gives it away, right? Because you were like, I demanded and then I'm like, all right, maybe. But like, right. No little kid's got two hundred dollars to throw around. Maybe you just had your mom's credit card. Ooh, that would make it. That's worse. what I'm. That's what I'm going with. I agree. I'm going with little kid. Talk to us, Jade. I was a drunk adult. Oh. I woke up with a note on my mirror saying, "Check your messages," and there was an email confirming my order of two hundred dollars worth of bumpets. The worst part is that I paid extra for overnight, so it's like I couldn't cancel it, and oh. that sucks. I pranked myself. 
I meant, I meant, that's so great, right? That post where, oh, of course it's for me. That's why I said little kid don't have 200. Gosh, channel, the energy's flowing into me. I'm feeling it's the terrible. chaos. This is so bad. I meant drunk adult is, is what I'm trying to say. And obviously the same kind of chaotic energy and language that would be existent in little kid or drunk adult. Right. Triple entries into the drawing for the pair of golden passes to get into Stranger Bridgeland's Pair X for the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida. Not with AJ McCall VFX. Three headlines, please, McCall. Okie dokie. Headline number one. There's a guy facing charges after stealing fish, chi- fi- wow, fish sticks from a kindergarten class. Stop not it. even that good of fish sticks. I like, I like fish sticks. I do too. I'm it's saying like, I bet those aren't very good fish sticks. They're probably not. It's probably like, hmm. We'll drop just like $5. So there's story one. Story number two. Some lady attacked her roommate for playing the same song over and over and over again on loop. Okay. Oh, boy. I, I, I have to know what song it is before I decide how upset I am. It's Le Freak. And then Ugh. we have headline number three. Over the weekend, there was a guy offering free hugs outside of a restaurant. That's nice. No, if you refused, he'd fight you. So he got arrested. <laughs> Hug or catch these hands, bro. What's it going to be? Come on. Make your choice. There you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> but people decide real quick whether or not they want to hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the choice is easy if someone asks you, do you want to hug or do you want to catch these hands? Pretty simple, yeah. AJ and McCall, Stranger Bridgelet, Florida, not on VFX. I mean, Henry, how long are you thinking about it before you ultimately decide that you Want to give me a hug if I say hug or catch these hands? How long has it taken you? How much thought? Not a whole lot. Exactly. Hug. I hope. I hope that it's a hug. I'll be like, <laughs> the blam. Uh, three full stories, please. Okay. So story number one, we've got a guy who stole some stuff from a kindergarten classroom back in April, including a laptop, some fish sticks, pasta, and a smart speaker for playing kids' stories. That sounds like, like they were going to have like a little, like a kindergarten jam, and yep. the dude was like, Pfft. No, nope. none for you. So he got caught when he tried to download new content for the speaker. Idiot. <laughs> so dumb. This little star says blaring music Ugh. out. He's like, God, they'll never find me in this closet. No. So there's story one. Story number two, a 53-year-old lady facing charges after she <laughs> freaked out and shoved her roommate through a tiki bar because they wouldn't stop playing Sheik's Le Freak over and over <sighs> and over again on loop. Le Freak. Freak out. Yeah, I could I could do that song like twice. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I kinda I kinda get it. I'm yep. gonna be honest. I kinda get it. Yeah. So the uh lady who I think the lady who did the shoving is fifty three. Her cousin was sixty four, and she was the one who was playing the song over and over and over and over again. Landed just, face first on the speaker, did, did, ended up with a black eye. Turn turn something else on. Maybe. Just turn something just yeah. And then story number three, over the weekend, there was a guy offering free hugs outside of a restaurant, but if you refused, he'd fight you. <laughs> he he got arrested. Um, I guess he allegedly started spitting and kicking the officers, making <laughs> threats, ended up damaging well, obviously, the cruiser. What, what are the odds that they gave him a hug? I'm sure Probably the not answer, very good. Yeah, I'm sure the answer was no. <laughs> so anyway, he was booked on account of trespassing as well as five felony bail, uh, five felony bail jumping. And five more misdemeanor bail jumping allegations. So I just assumed because every once in a while we get to hear one of these these charges with the name sounds ridiculous, and I was like forcing 
forced hug or coerced hugs no. or something like that. I'm like, what? When did that become a thing? Just bail jumping. There you go. Uh, three crazy stories. All right, Henry. So I was fully, fully on board with it being story number three. The only pause I got was the fact that it's story number two. I always try to be cognizant of the ages because generally they're so, they're pretty good giveaway. The older they are. No, they're not, not in the 70s, but they could be a giveaway. So I think we're down to two or three. But uh, to me, it's tough. It's tough not to go with number three. I mean, hug or catch these hands. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, AJ? Well, that's not helpful. I said three. Um, now I'm thinking about it again. Sounds like it was a chance to rethink it. I mean, there was a chance that it could have ended peacefully. Let's be honest. They could have just taken the hug, and then it would have a non-story. Just dude giving out hugs. All right, now I'm switching. Let's do story number two. Oh, yeah. I think we'll go with that one then. What do you want me to pick the whole time? It is story number two, McCall. It is. Congratulations. Way to go. Wait. Figuring out who's from Florida. Hang on the line, and we'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay, sounds good. I, I think post COVID, I don't, I'm not, a, I used to be a, some semblance of a hugger. I'm no longer a hugger. No, I'm not either. But I never really was in the first place. So, you know. <laughs> Big drastic change, everybody. Develop a story right here. We're growing, we're changing, we're adapting. Congratulations to Henry. He wins uh, Stranger Bridge and Florida Knot on VFX, gets the triple entries. Today is a big day on the calendar. Now, McCall has made this semblance of a trans translation. Jeez, I'm Pete. Transformation would be the right word. Transformation into, we'll say spooky. We'll just leave it at spooky. <laughs> yes. So tell me, does today feel any different? Do you feel you're at the, the height of your powers? Not quite. We've already talked about pumpkin spice. You feel it enveloping you, right? You, mm. want, the, you want the brisk morning wind. You want the crunch of the leaves. It's the first day of fall. It's all transforming. It's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that didn't feel confident because I don't feel like it's any different. Like like Monday and Tuesday. It was brisk. Yeah. yeah. It fall, folly. Very folly. Well, this morning, I feel like it was, you know, 30 degrees when I got out of my house getting into my car. Jane McCall VFX. Yeah, okay. So a little bit of an introduction of folly, but I, I got to be honest. I, I feel... Controversial statement or not, sunny in a high of 78, not my ideal fall, I'm going to be honest. You know, but I'm good with it because I know that as soon as it drops below that, we got a week and then it snows, so. Look, I understand the weird weather in Utah, but let's just just knock it down about 10 degrees and we'll call it fall. Okay. You know, I'm really mad actually because I was having a conversation because McCall's brought about this whole... (laughs) Spooky thing. So I was asking friends of mine that are women, scale of one to 10, how spooky are you? How much of a witch do you feel like you are? Because I'm just curious. Right. Yesterday, I was having a long conversation with a friend who said that she feels like she should be an eight, but she's not experienced enough, which was a great conversation afterwards. So she said a five. And then she said, oh my gosh, I can't believe tomorrow's the first day of fall. Pumpkin spice, scarves, leaves crunching, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, excuse me, kind of transition there really fast from witch to basic white girl. Right. And then it crystallized in front of my eyes. My retirement plan was done. Basic white witch was the stuff I was going to create on Pinterest and I was going to make a killing. I was going to go to fairs and stuff. I was going to retire on it. It already exists. Correct. It Should, does. Shouldn't have been surprised, but I was excited for about two and a half seconds. And then Pinterest was like, ha, just kidding. We already got this, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So close. I'll be honest. I am a big fan of this spooky 
situation that is happening here. Big fan. Which would be? Well, fall starting. Fall starting, yes. But I feel like I'm like coming into my my spookiness question mark. Okay, so I've colored my hair. It's for those that don't know now like a pink, dark pink to pink, and I feel like the happiest version that my angsty self back in ninth ish grade would be so proud to see. This angsty, emo-ish looking version of myself has come out and here we are. (laughs) So I've been wearing a lot of black for funsies because why not? I just, I feel great. I feel good. The brood is on. Spooky yuki season. Happy first day of fall. Yay! From AJ McCall at VFX. Uh, We're not done talking about holidays, though. In traditional Christmas fashion, shocker, it's going to jump ahead and and butt its way into the conversation already on September 22nd. Before we get there, though, uh, Producer Butters did this thing this week where he was wrong a lot. And uh, look, I get it. Self-checkouts have improved. I will give Producer Butters that much. But his stance on them, sorry, buddy, flat out incorrect. Mm. Remember, remember, we don't like him. He puts cinnamon twists in his bean burritos. It's going to be tough to be producer butters and then just come into the building one day and be like, yeah, I'm going to be wrong a lot today. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Am I, am I crazy? AJ McCall at VFX. First, he starts off by saying that if you dip your cinnamon twist from Taco Bell into your bean burrito, it's good. Yeah. No. No wrong. one eats refried beans and goes, you know what? This needs some cinnamon sugar. Mm. It has never Zesty. happened. Mm, Zesty. And then he listened to me because I pleaded with him. That the lady who who bought a yogurt and a banana in front of me earlier this week was not allowed to use the full checkout line because she bought two items. That's what the self-checkouts are for. Right. And the producer butter said, yes, I agree with you. However, it doesn't matter. One item, 50 items. I'm going through the self-checkout every time. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah. As soon as he said that, I was a little bit, uh, I was taken aback. Look, just picture that. I know, I know, I know they've improved. I know. But just picture this. You've got a cart full of stuff. There's one person working for whatever reason. They've all been called to some kind of emergency. Maybe Marvel superheroes work at grocery stores, and that's the answer. And they just get called out all the time. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they do. So then you're you're sitting there at the self-checkout. And, of course, it's loud. So, it, of course, it shouts at you the first time because for whatever reason, every time it resets back to full volume when it checks somebody out. And then you go and you swipe a couple things, and it says, please place thing in the bagging area. Please place thing in the bagging area. And then you do that, and you spin, and then you've used the four bags, so now you got to move them. And then it freaks out again, and you're halfway through scanning your grocery. No! Yeah. Now, in Producer Butters' defense, I'm talking to someone who refuses to step foot most times in a grocery store anyway. Right. But please, tell me he is wrong. I think he's wrong. Thank goodness. I just, I don't use self-checkouts if I have vegetables, first of all, because I don't <laughs> want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with hitting the buttons to try and figure out where it's at. I'll let somebody else do it. I don't care if I have one sweet onion. I will 100% question myself every time at the self-checkout. Was it a sweet onion? Was it a yellow onion? I'm not really sure. Very fair. Did I end up getting this other fancy onion that I don't even know if it even exists in this store? I No idea. I got nothing. I feel like self-checkout, while I'm on this subject, is the reason that stock numbers are off when you go to order things online, okay? Because when I go into the store and I make my pickup order at, you know, 
Malwart or whatever. And we make this pickup order and they're like, oh, sorry, this actually is not in stock. I think it's because people are doing the wrong things at the self-checkout. Truthfully. Eh, That's fair. I just solved the world's problems. Well, that's fair. But if I have groceries that are vegetables or fruits or whatever, not doing the self-checkout. If I have more than like 10-ish items, I'm not doing the self-checkout. The other thing that gets me about the self-checkout, pure pet peeve here. Is that look the the people that work at the, the grocery stores and the cash register? I'm sure they're very familiar with most of the products where the scan bars are, so they have a very thing. But I don't think the scan bars, the scanning part of the thing, is very good on the self checkout because like I'll scan, I'll buy two of one item, right, and I'll scan one and it'll go fine, and I try to scan the second one and it's like it's like nope, I'm on break. So I've done this before where I just scan the first one again because I bought two of the same thing, right? And more often than not, which weirds me out, I'm like, okay, really? They come over and they're like. <laughs> like it's all right. fine all right make it sure and i'm like really i'm at self-check like it's gonna take me 20 minutes to get out of here if i stole something trust me which doesn't matter because then you walk through the thing and it goes and what do they say every time you're good you're good they never check so what does it matter it's true don't steal stuff please don't steal things it's the first day of fall and a very classic holiday season once we get to this point of the year of course everybody right excited about halloween time to talk about Christmas. Would You Rather Wednesday, there are two types of holiday movies. You only get to watch one for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Oh, I know. We're all thinking about Halloween and Christmas is like, hey. Hey, we're here. What you doing over there? Hello. Would You Rather Wednesday, cannot escape it either with AJ McCall on VFX because would you rather watch nothing, nothing but horror movies? Very Halloween, right? Or... Nothing but Hallmark movies. Ah! Oh, man. I got to be honest. This is a very simple solution for me. Yeah, the sweet release of death. Like, if the choice is, would you rather live in a Hallmark movie or rather live in a horror movie? Horror movie. Because if at some point, I'm just like, nope, done. I'm going to go hide behind the wall chainsaws. See you later. Find me when you find me. See ya. Uh, my answer is obviously a Hallmark movie. What? Yep. I don't want to live in a horror movie. No, the, the choice is, would you rather watch nothing but? I'm just saying, if the choice was to live, I'm still taking horror movies. Because at some point, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be the guy in the background that's like, oh, oh, no, they bumped into each other. Oh, no, there's his ex from the big city. Uh. I want to do nothing. Yeah, I watch nothing but Hallmark movies. You're a terrible person. Well, but the thing is, is that, like, I can tune out Hallmark movies pretty easily because I like to debunk them. It's always my favorite. Yes, yes I'm leaving my high-stress job in New York so that I can move to the city, to the country, because I want to have these sell trees job. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay? Like, sure you do for, like, two minutes, and you think, oh, wow, magic. You're going to get bored in, like, 30 minutes. You're going to get bored. Okay? <laughs> you got a high-stress job. You live for it. So you're going to cause all kinds of stress inside of your own life, and then I'm just going to go way down a rabbit hole. The people in the Hallmark movies are the type of people that show up in those memes where it's like, I I occasionally stare at milk. I sell string. What's your house budget? $2 billion. That's it. Those are those people. That's exactly what it is. It's it's because they quit their job in a New York City office so that they could move into a small town country and sell trees. The answer, and remember, hate them, can't stand them, is horror movies. Because yes... Every Hallmark movie is the exact same. Will they? Won't they? Oh, they got together. Who knew that was coming? Nobody would have guessed. There's at least some variety in the gore that is horror movies. Mm -hmm. And you can do the exact same thing. You can poke them apart. I remember in college, 
the first, this is an old sentence because there's like 75 of them now, but the first Paranormal Activity came out. Oh, yeah. My favorite scene is there's a scene in the movie, spoilers, where they you watch because they set up the camera for those who don't know, and the door slowly opens, the blanket moves, the wife wakes up, and the door slams, and you hear, da 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 and I go, oh, that explains it. Dude's not a ghost. He's just hammered. He fell down the stairs like this guy needs some help. Yep. That's it. That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of fun. It makes him way less scary. Uh, my my buddy's girlfriend at the time, who really wanted to watch the movie, I'm, insisted we turn the lights out. Not pleased. Yeah, I'm Not sure she wasn't. I'm sure she was like, AJ, stop it. Which would you tap out first? If you had to not background, you had to sit and watch Hallmark movies or horror movies, which would you, and you had to focus on the screen just to watch and watch and watch, which would you eventually be like, all right, that's enough. Now, get me out of here. Horror I'm done. movies. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't. I I, there, yeah, I cannot. I'm pretty sure your spookiness just like went down pretty solid chunk right now. Ooh, that's you picked okay. Hallmark movies. It's just an aesthetic. I'm just going with the aesthetic of it, okay? Would you rather only watch Hallmark movies or only watch horror movies? Tis the season. Correct. Thermo Fisher poll today. Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Pick which one is lesser of two evils in every capacity. I don't know if everybody has found Reddit on the internet. To me, it's the perfect encapsulation of the internet because there's so much good information you can get from there, and then it's also Reddit and it's chaos and pure nonsense. But a list was put out, McCall, of things that you are not allowed to do after 30. Oh. And some of them, being 32, I'm like, yeah, right. My brother moved, though, this past week, and according to this list, he's, he's running out of time to ask for help. Oh, no. I got bad news. Granted, you're not 30, but we managed to violate like most of this list this week. Oh. AJ McCall VFX. The list was put out of things you're not allowed to do once you turn 30 because that's when you, you start to become old at 30. Like you just feel it. Everything hurts more. You kind of you kind of hunch over your posture becomes worse. It just happens. Yeah. But like there's a full list and the uh the one that I stumble across is so things you're not allowed to do after 30. Beyond Snapchat. Energy drinks for breakfast. Uh, no. I'll forever drink energy drinks for breakfast. <laughs> Ask friends to help you move. Why? So the, it says here the only thing worse than moving a house is helping someone else move house, which is a bold statement at 30 in this economy to think that I have a house. <laughs> Hire some professionals to lug that bookcase up two flights of stairs in the middle of the summer. I mean, yes, but I don't know. For the record, I'm going to just copy... Cut, copy, and paste McCall's response to the energy drinks up until, like, unless I have a bunch of stuff to move. You're helping. Bad news. You're my friend. Yeah. We're doing this. Dude, I, I just, I don't understand. In the state of Utah, I'm, let's see, I've moved a couple of times, not, like, a ton by any means. And, like, growing up, we always had other people, like, help us move. And, yes, <laughs> granted, I probably, we probably should have hired somebody, but like my family was like broke. So that one doesn't bother me as much. Ripped chairs happened. Uh, <laughs> Moved pianos also happened. Next on the list, couch surfing. This one I agree with, though. I say that with the caveat of I'm trying to do a short trip home to finally, I haven't seen anybody at home in like two years. Mm-hmm. And I arranged with a friend. I was like, hey, I'm going to crash at your place. Is that cool? Cool. So I set up to do it. Even I fully agree with this, but I'm doing it anyway. So I, uh, what was it? Last weekend, weekend before that, something. I ended up crashing at my friend's house. I had to send her a message and I was like, hey, 
I've got a super short trip to Salt Lake. I'm literally just staying overnight. I could get a hotel, but it's really short notice. And so it's going to cost more than it would be worth it for me. Can I crash at your house? And she's like, yeah, totally. No worries. And I was thinking that exact same thing while I was at her house. I was like, am I too old to do this? Yes. It's the first time I've ever done it, though. I mean, look, look. The answer, the answer to the question is yes, but also if you can make it work, fine. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to everything to me, I'm try, I try to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I have certain sets of morals and beliefs, but if it makes it cheaper, well, you know, details get a little bit fuzzy from it. Yeah. And then the last one on the big one that I said cried was set aside was unframed movie posters. You are not allowed to have those unframed anything really, which again I completely agree with. Despite the fact I have a scratch off poster that's just. Back to a wall in my apartment right oh my now. Oh, gosh. I know. I know. Okay. But let's be honest. Like, physically 30, sure. Act 30, 100% no. not. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. You really should stop drinking energy drinks for breakfast, though. I talked to my uh, I talked to my therapist about this because this was actually like a deep dive conversation that we ended up having. And he's like, what do you do when you're anxious? And I was like, I drink an energy drink. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, just so you know, the shakes go faster. No, he said you're taking an, you're taking an upper to go down, which means you have ADHD. So now I got to talk to like, you missed this whole thing. I got to talk to like another guy so that I can actually like try and get some medication or something. It's fun. It's great. So with that said, I'm feeling really anxious now. I think we're going to go get an energy drink. (laughs) Well, enjoy it. Cause you've got what? Three years left. Two years left. Two and a half. Two and a half years left of that. And then You're cut off. All right. (laughs) Speaking of solving problems or doing things we're not supposed to, McCall. What? Woe is the millionaire of the United States of America. They have a very serious problem. Cool. And by that, I mean, oh my gosh, this is beyond first world problems and the solution is simple. Good Charlotte told us about it like 20 years ago. Okay. Collectively, if we hear someone be like, oh man, too much money. I don't know what to do. Like that's, that's pass for a free swing, right? Right. Mm, Yeah. Look, millionaires. Oh, let me try and commiserate with you here. Oh, yes, my stock's doing quite well, indubitably. AJ McCall on VFX. Millionaires have run into the ultimate of first world problems. In fact, let's call it the 1% problem, McCall. Okay. Because it's reported, according to a survey, that millionaires are concerned, McCall. With what? They have too much money. Oh, no. They are concerned that they are going, they can't leave that much money behind for their kids. <laughs> Good news. Good news. Look, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have okay. to listen to me, okay. even though I have a great solution. I also do. Good Charlotte solved this problem for us a long time ago. They did. I mean, we're, 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 we're not going to rob them. No, I'm just going to open my pocket and look the other way. Well, and then yeah. you can just right in here. Look, okay, if you don't want to leave, if you feel like you're leaving too much money to your kids, don't worry. I, an unbiased third party, will happily take your money. Thank you. Happily. I mean, I will do great things with it also. Do I need to create a constructive uh, or a, a speech? You need a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. That's what you need. Okay, well, um, let's see. Canva and go. 67% of millionaires in a recent survey said they're worried about leaving too much money to their kids because they don't want them, quote, blowing the money and having the size and profile of the estate negatively affect them. Okay, well, here's the thing then. Teach your children better about money. 
Okay. Teach them to value it more. Because if they value it and they understand the concept of it, they're not going to just blow it. Wow, McCall. Um, Stop trying to solve the problem because we're going to rob them. We're not robbing anybody. Benji Madden told me what to do. We can't tell people. My Lord and Savior and I shall follow him. We can't tell people over the airwaves that we're robbing people. You want an old sentence, by the way? You know when that music video came out? I was in middle school. Aw, I think I was like in third grade. Old sentence. By the way, check this stat out uh, on the subject of uh, wealth, the wealth gap, which, of course, we're, we're diving into because we get into hard-hitting slightly. subjects here in the age of We're only slightly diving into it. We're not getting very deep into according, it. According I don't want to get fired. <laughs> according to the same survey, the wealthiest 1% of Americans receive inheritances of $719,000. Would you like to take a shot in the dark with the bottom 50%? Bottom 50% average <laughs> for an inheritance. $9,700, which to me is still like, whoa. That's a lot of money. Yes. Right. Yes. Score. This, of course, coming from the kid who found out this past week, excommunicated from a will. Yeah. Darn it. So I need to rob millionaires. We're not robbing anybody. Right. Wink. Um, uh-huh. PowerPoint presentation, rob them blind. So we already went through horror movie or Hallmark movie. I actually have a real life scenario that I cannot believe I didn't tell you about right after I got back from vacation. And you can tell me horror movie or hallmark movie because it's only those two options it's the start of one of them and i'm really terrified what the answer is <laughs> sick that will start the debate at eight then we're going to crash a wedding as well Perfect. coming up for the automatrix group debate at eight on vfx in about 10 minutes start of a horror movie start of a hallmark movie mccall will decide and you're allowed to text in two six eight two five five the number to text start your text with vfx aj mccall for the automatrix group debate at eight now For those who don't recall, I went on vacation not that long ago. I flew, ultimately, from Chicago to Amsterdam. Now, on this flight, it was my sister-in-law, my girlfriend and me sitting in one row. My brother was right next to us, and he has become the chatty one in the family. So, he was sitting next to this girl and decided, it's a long flight. Might as well see what's going on. Started talking to her. Said girl was flying to Amsterdam because she was going to meet... A guy that she had met online no. that year. No. No. So then I don't I repressed this just for the exact right time. It's time to play Hallmark or Horror. And I was like, huh. Now don't get me wrong. I've covered at least a little bit of ground to go and meet people of the the opposite sex of dating interests. For sure. Of course. But I have never taken a flight and been like, this goes badly. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I mean, free vacation, I guess. You know, there's lots of times that people go on these uh, gallivants to different countries to go and meet other people. Seemingly, majority of the time, though, it's like, yes, yeah, send me money and I will fly to you. And then they never do. And they take your money and they run away. Right. But the fact that she was actually flying seems to prove that we still don't know who's on the other end of this. No idea. Uh, she started talking about it and she revealed it. My brother was polite about it, but she kind of got a little shady on the details. I think she was starting to, I think she was already feeling apprehensive as it was. I'm sure. And then a stranger getting the story out of her and then thinking about it was like, hmm, I've seen Catfish too. I've also seen the movie Hostel or mm-hmm. parts of it. I know what happens in Europe. Bad things. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, as, mm, you got, we got FaceTime a whole bunch. Definitely, I mean, we got to send, like, I need pictures with newspapers in them to prove that it's actually you. It's terrifying. Also, like, talk about pressure, right? Like, if, if they don't get married, 
That is a level of commitment to fly. I, I what they did the they showed the thing on them. I think it was fifteen thousand miles. Oh. It was fifteen thousand miles from Chicago to Amsterdam. Like, homeboy better have a pretty good week set aside for her coming out there. Because this isn't like, oh, I drove you know two hours up north to go see the girl that I'm interested in. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's two hours. It's fine. This is a seven and a half hour flight, international passport, COVID test, all of that. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this because yes, obviously virtual meetings and things and virtual dating has been very prominent in the last year and a half ish. So, I mean, after a year, you'd think there would be things that you could pick apart and see if they were legit. One would hope. Oh, man. I would hope that that... you would have the wool pulled over your eyes. I can tell you, just by default, and I'm not coming off it, horror movie. I don't think it's a Hallmark movie. I would not be going by myself. Also an option. Not the choice she considered, but good call. Yeah, I would not (laughs) go by myself. I mean, would you do it? Would you 68255, then text, start your text VFX, horror movie or Hallmark movie. But uh, if someone was like, hey, I need you to be the potential third wheel also, just chaperone, and if uh, things work out, you get a vacation to Amsterdam. If not, guess what? We're hanging out in Amsterdam. Yep. Win-win, right? There Win-win. it is. Win-win. Yep. <laughs> I hate being the third wheel, but... Uh, I guess we gotta go. Part of a vacation. All right, I'm in. Guess we gotta go to Amsterdam. What if she surprised him? What if it was a drop-in visit? Oh, don't. I... No. Mm-mm. That's how you get stolen, but not only is it how you get stolen, that's how you find out that he's actually married to two different women. I'm thinking the exact same thing. Yes. Oh, I don't like it. Those those darn Dutch. Nah. Tricky ways. By the way, I saw the other day, completely unrelated, but probably helped him. Dutch, tallest people in the world. Wow. On average. That's great. I know. Random fun fact of the day for you while we talk about this horror movie in the making that I got to witness as a tertiary character. Correct. Like at the beginning, we were the people who were like, oh, that sounds like it's going to be a fun time. And then we never see her again. And then then later it cuts to- Three weeks later. It cuts to like, wait, that was the girl from- That was the girl from the thing? Yep. We should have said something. I totally should have said something. I hope that's not how it goes, though. No, fingers crossed. She seemed nice enough. I didn't really talk to her. I just heard the story later and then thought, idiot. <laughs> um, while we're on the subject of traveling to places you're possibly not wanted and results could be terrible, friend of mine has decided to sort of crash a wedding. It gets much, much more complicated than that, though, because they were supposed to be invited, and then they weren't invited, and they were like, ah. and then someone else is like, no, it'll be fine. Just go ahead. No. Don't just go ahead. We'll we'll sort it all out. In another horror movie, actually, not Hallmark. Now, you know, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. We'll get through this and I'll decide what I think about crashing weddings or not. Okay. AJ and McCaw at VFX for the Automatrix Group debate to date. Paraphrase just to get through the story quickly to get to the important part. So I guess a friend of mine told me that good friend of hers from college is getting married and reached out to her a couple months ago because my friend had moved. So she wanted the address for the invitation. Okay. Fun fact, invitation never showed up. So now my friend, being as, you know, humans are, cucumbers with anxiety, was like, does that, like, maybe I shouldn't go because it'd be weird. Like, maybe it was a mistake, but if she didn't want me there and I show up and then it's weird. Well, I guess there's a mutual friend between the two of them who was like, well, I've got an invitation. Are you going to go? And she's like, oh, I didn't get one. Well, be my plus one. Oh, and my friend's like, should I do this? Because like I wanted to be there. We right. were really close in college, and, and blah blah blah. But if I'm not invited, like I also, I want to end up on YouTube as getting punched by the bride or something. 
So the question is, in this circumstance, do you crash the wedding? Totally. I mean, I think if you guys were friends enough in college, you guys were good enough friends, and you haven't seen, well, mm, first first plan of attack, go to Facebook and see if you're still friends. Ooh, good call. If you're not, so you then absolutely home. not. Do not go to that wedding. <laughs> that determines it all. That does determine it all. See, I mean, I've had issues with Facebook recently, but... No, it's it's great. No, yeah, it's the They're best. listening. It's terrible. Um, in this situation, it doesn't really bother me because a mutual friend has invited you. You were friends. Like, crashing a wedding like you don't know like anybody, that yeah. to me is more risky. But Agreed. to quote someone who like is truly inspirational in my life, the Grinch, just stop by, grab a handful of popcorn shrimp, and blow out of it. That's all you got to do. Honestly, if, if you guys were good enough friends and... You know, they, they, uh, yeah. If you're still friends on Facebook, I think it's fine. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, again, you know, you show up, you say, hey, congratulations, mm-hmm. or you don't be seen, whatever. You get them a small present, so then they think yeah. about you, and then, you know, you're out, whatever. You dance, you have a good time, who cares? Yeah. I mean, from my understanding, never been married, so I feel Same. very confident talking on this subject. Uh-huh. I 100% agree. I'm sure if there was someone, like, when I eventually get married, fingers crossed, one day, that if I was like, what are they doing? I would definitely be cognizant of it. But for the most part, I think the faces would kind of melt together because, you know, there's a lot going on. Thing is, your wedding day, like AJ said, there is a lot going on. There's a lot of people that are there. And the thing of it is, is that it's not about you, right? It's about the bride and the groom. So the bride and the groom are going to be having their own day. And they're really not paying attention to you. Like, yeah, they're glad that you're there, but they're glad that you're celebrating with them. They're glad for the energy around them, not necessarily the humans there. Like, because they're celebrating them getting married. They're celebrating the union of the two souls. AJ's like dying over there. Why are you dying? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what McCall said. I'm just saying, Okay. I I know that yeah, how bad I I'm I'm just it, they're gonna notice the close family they're gonna notice you know the parents and that kind of thing outside of the extended circle of maybe three people I don't think they're really paying attention I completely agree the six people that I care about guess what they're standing up there with me and then exactly. there may be a couple sitting down and, and like everybody else don't remember whatever if, if I invite you to the wedding. I'm very happy you're there. Correct. But I I mean, it, I would imagine a few few weeks later, heck, probably after the honeymoon, if you asked me, I would be like, oh, yeah, they're there because I think the faces would blend together. Correct. Uh, I, I would agree. Go. If I don't get invited to your wedding, though, I will punch you in the face. If you don't remember that I'm there, I will punch you in the face. From my understanding, I'm not sure that that's necessarily bad luck, but I don't think you want to take your chances punching the groom in the face on his wedding day. It wouldn't be on the day. Well, afterwards is not a good sign. Like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> I will uh, use whatever spooky energy I could tap and do because I brewed less in the fall. And I will... <laughs> the, the, the curse is too strong. My my, 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 my my sort of magic is minor inconveniences. Great. That's the type of magic I dabble that's in. That's fair. Because once really... upon a time, I said something really not nice about someone, and then they died that week. And I was like, okay, enough of that. Too and much. And we're done. And I don't want anything to do with that. I won't really punch AJ in the face for those curious. I won't do it. Sure, plead the fifth, whatever. Speaking of, well, let's say violence and minor inconveniences because it can go one of two ways. I'm curious to see how the poll result turned out yesterday for Passive Aggressively Quick because when I looked at it, I got to be honest, 
Utah, you give me a lot of crap a lot of the time about not taking the high road. Mm-hmm. That's how the A.J. McCall show found the sweet middle ground of the passive-aggressive high road. Yep. But the numbers made me think, you guys are kind of cool. Is it possible we're a bad influence? No. Yes. AJ and McCall on VFX. I did write something the other day and mentioned there's a straw poll we did once upon a time, and it has been proven at least in the workplace. The more time you spend with me, you're going to curse more. It's just been fa- it's, the results are undisputable. Proudest moment of my life. But I was just curious because we've been instituting this policy of the passive-aggressive high road. Mm-hmm. And I think it started to take effect because I've I've recalled plenty of times. You've given me Utah and possibly McCall. Let's say the Royal U for all of you. Okay. Bunch of crap for not taking the high road. Right. But then yesterday when we asked if you ever quit in a petty way, 58% of people said, yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, way to go, guys. Nicely done, everybody. My question is, speaking of petty and quitting and all that, have you ever tried to get someone else to quit? Um, Not like purposefully. I haven't gone out of my way to make it you, a it, miserable situation for him, you know? Okay, please elaborate this one, high road attempt. How you accidentally try to get someone to quit. I mean, I win it in my brain. Like, please, will you just quit your job? I stare at them That's hard enough. about as far as I go with oh, it. Oh, right. Yes. I, sorry. I'm getting a, I'm getting we, a, a message here. Collectively. I, I have never tried to get someone to quit purposely either. That would be mean. I have. Even in this, <laughs> I have in this building nice. tried to get someone to quit. Nice. And it sort of worked. Sort of someone else had a, let's say, glitterly effect on it. But, you know, you did Thank what you, you. could. But uh, no, there was when uh, I was talking yesterday, my, my passive aggressive quit. I waited till boss, one of my first college jobs, left for his one week vacation. I turned in my two week notice right as he left. Mm-hmm. Um, that same job. One of the reasons I had a problem with that job is minimum wage escalated, and I started making less as an experienced employee than new people who were coming in because of minimum wage. Right. And my general manager tried to be like, well, basically, that's how it be sometimes. Right. And I was like, yeah, because minimum wage has gone up three times in a year in like three years often. Right. Um, but there was an employee there that nobody could stand. And the rules were, it was a retail store. You weren't allowed to sit down. You weren't supposed to read. You weren't supposed to look at your phone. You weren't supposed to do that stuff, which makes sense. Ugh, but then the when worst. you sit in stores that have like no foot traffic ever. What are you supposed to do? You really expect me to just sit there the whole day and just stare at the shirts and be like, oh my gosh, one inch right. Oh, thank goodness I was here. No, it's just not going to happen. No. But they got mad about the employee, this specific employee that I couldn't stand constantly doing. I was like, yeah, take, take a load off. It's fine. Yeah. Read your book. You're not doing anything. It's good. And then she got fired. It'll be all right. Do I feel remorse? Mm. Nah, it was probably a first job. It's fine. You putting that one on a resume? The company went under anyway. It's definitely off a resume now. She's fine. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. If there's one thing that I think universally is beloved in food, and there's not a ton, it's chicken nuggets. Oh, I love chicken nuggets. If you don't like chicken nuggets, don't want to know who you are. Just don't have that kind of patience for oh. people. I don't want that negativity in my life. And they're so good. So, McCall, yes. you have been tasked with the challenge. And producer Butters, if he's anywhere in the area, he's not, to decide if the ultimate list of the best chicken nuggets for fast food restaurants is correct. Oh. Everyone in some capacity loves chicken nuggets. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. You grow up, you love them. You're an adult, you love them. They're comfort food. They're delicious. AJ and McCall on VFX. So the list was put out of the best chicken nuggets from the fast food restaurants. Okay. And we're going to determine whether or not this list is correct. So let's just start number five. 
They know chicken. Finish number five, KFC's popcorn nuggets. Yeah, okay, they're fine. Number four, Shake Shack's chicken bites. Can't relate. Number three, McDonald's chicken nuggets. I. Hmm. Number two, Wendy's spicy nuggets. Better, yes. And number one, Chick-fil-A. Duh. (laughs) I don't have any real bones to pick with this one. I think Wendy's chicken nuggets are better than McDonald's. I agree. Whether they're spicy or normal. So spicy finished second, non-spicy finished eighth. Ew, that's dumb. So who else is on that list? Uh, Arby's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A Arby's Grilled has- Nuggets, Carl Jr.'s <laughs> Rallies, Bur- uh, Burger King again. <laughs> Burger King, Burger King. <laughs> Burger King Chicken Nuggets, not as good as Burger King's Chicken Fries, according to this. No, they're not. Chicken Fries are delicious. Like I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. Like... I don't have a problem with McDonald's chicken nuggets, but usually the reason I get McDonald's chicken nuggets is because of the fact that they're cheap. If I'm getting McDonald's chicken nuggets, it's because I can get a million of them for $2 and shove them in my face. Right. But like, yes, to me, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A. Why are Dino Nuggies not on there? (laughs) Fast food. Yeah, well, why? Okay, then let's let's pick this big debate across the country. Why are Dino Nuggies not served at... Like fast okay. food places. I can match that. I will tell you the different shapes that are featured in this. Rallies, chicken bites, uh, Burger King's chicken fries. Uh, apparently, like chicken fries. Carl's Jr.'s has what they call chicken stars. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they look like stars. Look, it's fair. Uh, if peanut butter Reese's eggs are best in the egg form, then why can't it be that there's a shape that is best for chicken nuggies? Yeah. I'm just saying. Bingo. That argument stands to reason if it works in one capacity, it could work the other way around. Yeah, it sure can. Arby's has chicken nuggets. That, that, was, that was my real question. I had no idea. Dairy Queen made the list too. Rotisserie style chicken bites. Nope. <laughs> the quote next to it says, Ron, you won't find a worse nugget on this planet. These are aggressively bad. I'm telling you, they're awful. <laughs> They're very bad. I mean, stick to what you know, right? Dairy I don't Queen, like it. ice cream. And then in McCall's case, the Q. The pew. A little Q on the top. <laughs> Most, mostly they just got to stick to like blizzards and terrible workspace. If they could do the pew on a chicken nugget, I would be grossed out. I would yeah. be grossed out. Yeah. I don't want a curly Q on top of my chicken nuggets. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette with AJ and McCall. We're going to find what we think is great and deserves to be on the VFX Facebook page and then fight over who did it best. Yeah. So, McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Courtney's post, and I've seen this one before, but I still love it. Hilarious every time. Dating coach. So, you tried flirting. Me. Sure. I gave her the look. Dating coach. Show me. I bite my lips seductively. Dating coach. Have you considered biting the bottom lip? <laughs> It's still one of my favorite uh, posts ever. I landed on, a little behind the scenes here for you, I landed on the Facebook page, Radio and DJ Memes. Ooh. It's a picture of what I think is a prairie dog, and it looks like it's strolling on two feet, and underneath it says, me walking into a room to annoy my coworkers instead of doing actual work. Ah, it's me. You can win. Because it's relatable to literally everybody. Uh, yeah, how many times, I, I don't know if there's anybody else, There's there's one coworker specifically that's notorious for like, it's not bad, but you just get sucked into conversation. Next thing you know, two hours have disappeared. There's yes. plenty of times I've texted Ash and be like, I'm out the door. And then I talk to said coworker, and it's an hour later. And she's like, did you die? Right. 
no, sorry, I was talking to blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> the the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Same with AJ and McCall combined. Vote for Park Narcs. Um, Utah's VFX pinned at the top of our Facebook page. And then if you miss anything from the show, it was really, I think the title of the show was Horror Hallmark. Which way did it go? Yeah. Because it was just that all day. But, uh, you know, let's... Pour one out for the millionaires out there. Just have too much money and no idea what to do with it. Uh, rough. It's a rough existence. Yeah. And then, you know, enjoy the first <clears throat> fall. It's actually still pretty chilly out. Mm-hmm. So it feels fallish. Mm-hmm. Maybe the afternoon could calm down and be like, ah, you know what? Yeah, fall feels like it. Yeah. 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 Other than that, till tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.